can get to the second half of the second batch of this week. It's been a crazy, crazy, crazy week, but we are back. The Sunday card right here on SportsCountry.net and Sports Country Radio. Dan Zapato, Chris Raza, Matty Ice, Matty C, Matt Silberth, and ladies and gentlemen, we are back together in the flesh this week. It has been too long since I've seen your boys' smiling, shining faces, and I'm very pleased to be back in the good old constipation or constitution state, depending on your point of view. Uh, guys, how are we doing after last week? Week 8, wild week. Dan, it's great to have you back. It's fantastic to see you back here in yes. person. Uh, it, hopefully, no technical difficulties, but that's to be seen. We'll still find a way. Um, things went pretty well last week, I thought, week eight. I think most of the show, you know, I think, what, two and three overall. But we needed one thing to happen this year, and it just finally happened. That was the money line part that came through. But that was... Finally, that was all made it all work. And you, to have it happen with Denver. With Denver, At too. the end was beautiful. You yeah, could have went 0-5 last week. Yeah, and if the money line part, it doesn't matter. No, it didn't. No, it really didn't. And that's in, especially especially being in the dramatic fashion, you know, dying by the sword in dramatic fashion many times this year, so but now finally prevailing. Uh, it was it was it was fantastic. And if you round robin all the Miami one that you gave last week too, you did pretty well. It wasn't too bad. Not too shabby. He says Maddie two and three on the week, but it doesn't matter. So he gets saved by the money line partly. Chris. Three and two week. Three and two. Good week. Raiders victorious. We love the Raiders. Love the Halloween Raiders. spooky. They get a win. It super didn't hit though. Super didn't hit. The uh, Packers ruined it, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, Packers and the Titans. Yeah. They oh, both needed to get. I think. I think they just needed to get like one more touchdown, and they would have been within the point spread, mm. and they both failed. Well, you so. know, it's good to have two of them fail because if one fails, then you know. It's like oh no! I always prefer to have to have two of them. It's like all right, because then I just feel like an idiot if I just get the one. Right. Uh, but hey, I'll take three and two anytime you're over five hundred. It's a good week. Absolutely, uh, Chris. You are over five hundred on the year. Nineteen, eighteen, and one. That's all that matters. Huge. Hanging on. Making money. <laughs> Maddie also hanging on, but a little better. Twenty seventeen and one. So yeah. a game up on, uh, on Christoph. We're not so good. I'm just gonna. I had a four and one week last week. Thought I had a three and two week, and then the Eagles. Uh, Twenty five and thirteen on the year. I'm not bragging. Um, red hot. So, Danny Red Hots, we're back, and we're hoping to stay red hot as it gets a little colder, a little colder. Guys, before we get into it, I forgot to mention this. We were going to talk about it last week, and we didn't. We're going to talk about it this week. Super Bowl contenders, really, really quick. NFC, AFC. Is there anything, just off the dome, anybody that you look at and you say, that team can make the Super Bowl? Chris, you got anybody from the NFC Chiefs. or the AFC? Chiefs, and, Chiefs and Steelers, I think, are the only two. With how the Ravens have performed, especially against those two teams, I mean, they've looked really miserable against yeah. those two teams. And I think when you look in the NFC, it's 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 the Bucks. Uh, as you know, you talked about them having a lot of issues with penalties before. They finally have cleaned that up, and they're clicking on all cylinders. I mean, they have no issues on offense or defense. It seems like uh, you know, and, and and the Packers. I think, especially after that Thursday night win, they kind of you know they've they've gotten they've righted the ship a bit. Um, the only team I'm hesitant to put in there right now is Seattle. Uh, we have to see they what traded for Carlos Dunlap, yep. and you know we're gonna see what kind of impact that has. Hopefully, getting Jamal Adams back will be huge. But until I can see them consistently rush the passer, uh, that's gonna hurt them in the playoffs. So right now, it's kind of the Bucks and the Packers versus you know uh, Chiefs, Ravens. I think so far is kind of where I'm looking at in the AFC NFC picture. Agreed, Chris or Matt. Yeah, I would say those are obviously like the big contenders and like more, you know, going to be leaning towards the favorites. As far as like those like middling teams, like I still like like the Titans and the Colts. Like I feel like those teams are like at least one of them's going to sneak in. Obviously, out of the the South, 
Um, and then I think the other one's going to be right there for the wild card spot competing with, uh, again, probably like the, the Ravens and the Browns. Um, and I just feel like they can maybe make get a couple wins, you know, maybe get to the championship round. I don't know about any further than that. Um, the Bills, I, Bills are, I feel like, the same. We're going to learn a lot this weekend with uh, the Seattle game as far as, like, who these, and that's going to be, like, the nuttiest game, I think, with those two. Like, they only both play Russell Wilson and Josh Allen just do insane things. Um, and then as far as out of, you know, out of the NFC, it does really feel top-heavy with yeah. just those few teams. Um, with the the Bucks, I think, are my favorite right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the Seahawks, again, questionable defense and much out of the Packers, too, as far as, you know, can they – their defense hasn't been much of a sieve as Seattle has been, but – yeah, not not been great in a couple spots. Seattle and Green Bay are like the complete opposites when it comes to defense. Seattle can't defend the pass. Green yeah. Bay has not been good against the run, and yeah. that's basically what it's been. Uh, obviously, you look at those two quarterbacks and the weapons around them. You know, nobody's been better than Russell Wilson. No, no two combination of receivers have been better than DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Both have seven touchdowns. Both are in top twenty targets this year. It's crazy. I I agree with you though. I, I just I can't put them in that upper echelon yet until I see that they can play defense because Seattle does this every year and then in the playoffs they end up faltering like the Ravens do you know Ravens are in that same boat they can't beat the good teams you're not a Super Bowl contender to me so you know to me I, I agree with you with Pittsburgh I think they got something cooking really well this year and and Kansas City is obviously going to be you know right at the top they're probably number one I think the best team in the NFL right now is Tampa like, I think Tampa Bay right now is number one in my book. It's the most balanced team. When, when you look at it, when you look at it from both sides of the ball with what they're able to do with stopping the run, I think especially on the defensive side of things, right. that just sets up everything else because then you could just run. And they can just do it with the four, four up front. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. And then uh, Kansas City, again, it's just, it's just, again, I don't see any teams. They still have a really solid defense. It's not, I think, as great as we expected so far this year. Um but it's just those two teams. I, I get those. Uh, I don't see anyone really even coming close outside of even Pittsburgh. Has still they've shown some issues over the course of the year. You know, especially that Titans game. They had a huge lead, and also they couldn't do anything. And, and Ben starts to struggle. Um, so that's why I hesitate a little bit on Pittsburgh, under, even though they're what eight and zero, which is, which is wild. But again, they have shown yeah. issues, and they're definitely yeah. not. I think quite as good as that undefeated yeah. record is mm-hmm. but so I, I think it, it, you know I would love I think if you got a Pittsburgh Tampa Bay be a weird Super Bowl mm-hmm. but I think that'd be a really good I mean we love defense that'd be a good oh, defensive yes. like give me a 17 to 7 not a crappy low scoring game like the Pats Rams was <laughs> but like 13 3 game I would love that if it was like entertaining and not yeah. just boring like yeah. give me a, a, a defense LSU Georgia kind of Alabama LSU, struggle Alabama. defense my favorite game of the year um of the year. But I like I said, I, I, it's it's hard to convince, I think, someone that, unless you bring the Chiefs into the equation, yeah. that the Bucks are not the best team in the NFL right now. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I, I would go with us. Okay, let's go to the picks this week. Week number nine, it is a difficult week because the, the, you cannot have two different primetime games than these two. <laughs> You've got... <laughs> this is ridiculous. Now that you're back, like, I didn't quite dawn on me. I was like, all right, we've got two teams. Really fighting for the division, and two yep. teams just trying to not fall to the bottom fighting of the division. The one pick. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's yeah. Tampa Bay and New Orleans on the Sunday night game. Uh, right now, I have Tampa Bay four and a half point favorite at home against the Saints. Fifty and a half is the over under number. Uh, Saints coming off that very difficult. I was shocked at how well the Bears. How, how about the Bears defense last week? I mean, I don't know how they kept them in that game. How bad the Bears offense. I know it's it's crazy, but uh, Tampa. Also struggled last week. Giants kind of gave him. It's that the goes t- Giants on Tom Brady. It's just something, you know. It's, there's stumps into it, and I think, 
The Giants have played hard this year. and They've actually had a pretty solid defense. The issue has been Daniel Jones and the turnovers. Right. And if they didn't turn the ball over, maybe, we, maybe we're not game. talking about the Bucs as the best team in the NFL. Maybe right we're now. not. But are we talking about them winning this week and covering? I think so. I, th- I think especially when you look at the Saints last week, they struggled against a good defense in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And it's not like they had much to contend with on the offensive side of the ball when it came to Nick Foles and crew on that side. Now you, you replace that offense with Tom Brady and Chris Godwin. Mm-hmm. And Antonio Brown's going to be there this week. Yeah, and you want to argue a, a better defense in Tampa Bay. Um, and, I, and I think the Saints are, are a little bit overrated right now. I know they're getting Mike Thomas back, but God, has he caused issues this year. I mean, he's, he's not been a team player. Um, and the only thing, that, again, really outside of that, that they got going on offense is Alan Kamara. That's the only thing they've really got going, and their defense hasn't really really started to click either. So I think the Bucks, especially if this is under a touchdown, I think they can take care of business uh, You know, in, in a 7-10 to 10 point game. Certainly not the same matchup we had week one. That's what I was going to say. And, and uh, before I go, Dan, I want to ask your opinion because I know we've got some weather in this game. And I want to know what your take is and what you think okay. the, what, the, the impact of the weather is going to be um, down in Tampa Bay. Not in the protection of the Dome, which we all know, again, has been a problem for Drew Brees. Obviously, again, first time playing outdoors was last week in Chicago. Um, and, you know, not like he won that game for him. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't necessarily throw them into the into yeah. the wind. Um 20-mile-an-hour winds, a weak shoulder, I mean, that doesn't spell good recipe for me. Steady, light, rain, light is what I'm saying, too. And, and that's it. Look, you're absolutely right. With Breeze is, is the exact reason why I like the Bears last week. is because mm-hmm. is because Breeze thrown into a wind. Now the ball's wet. Um, you know that Brady's going to be very prepared for that, you know. And, and again, I, I think it comes down to... Does Tampa stop the run game of Alvin Kamara? And and not just the run game, but uh, also the screen game yeah. of that. Swing pass. What? How much the... did they use Taysom Hill this week? You got to think that he's probably going to get used. I mean, how many times did they use him last week? I mean, they're, mm. in big spots too. Big spots. I know? mean, Drew Brees is like I feel like he's trotting to the sideline every. You know, once once they get a first down, you know, it's like it's too many times on a drive that he's coming on and off the field. It just doesn't. I don't know. I guess it's wor- and I mean, it's kind of working. The hell, he. Taysom Hill even caught a touchdown reception in that game yeah. last week too. Yeah. So he had a long one, not like a red. Yeah, drop, no, this like was this was a yards. this was a that was a touchdown pat. Like yeah, yeah, like you said, it was not you know it wasn't cheap. Um, so it seems like Taysom Hill is that entire Taysom Hill and Alvin Kamara that entire offense. If you yeah. can shut down those two guys, they don't got much going. Well, not that I, not that it's an easy task, of right. course, but I'm saying it's two guys and that's it. I, I think your point is made. I mean, Breeze throwing the ball down the field has been a struggle all year. Is Sanders playing? Is Callaway playing? I mean, are these guys actually playing? Like, I, I, I haven't seen anything update on the injury reports. I know you mentioned Michael Thomas, but I'm not sure how much Michael Thomas is going to factor in it. So, if you want me to make a pick now, was, I'm, I mean, I was leaning Tampa really hard, minus four and a half, and I think that could be the way. But now seeing the weather, I, I think the under 50 and a half is, is probably the way to go here. Not in the dome, not protected. I think you're going to see right around that 26-23 like we had last week with Chicago. It's almost might play out the same exact way. So on Emmanuel Sanders, uh, he just came off the COVID list on Wednesday. Okay. Um, so there is a chance they could have their top two guys on the field uh, for wideouts this week, which will be the first time, I think, the entire year, except maybe week yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is something to consider, but I, it doesn't sway me too far away from the Bucks because um, their defense has been impeccable. Yeah, and again, I, I lean. I, I I'm going with where Chris is at too. As far as I, the the win for me is more of a factor again. I, I think yeah. for uh, New Orleans than it is for Tampa Bay. I think Tampa does such a good job of yeah yeah they take those deep shots, but again ha- they're going to have those 
those real quick passes that Brady's going to be able to get out. And they have been running the ball well with their entire steed of horses that they have back there. Whoever doesn't, you know, if Ronald Jones doesn't fumble again this week, uh, you know, or Leonard Fournette or whoever they're running with now. Um, and I do, th- I do know there's a possibility of Godwin missing the, this game. Um, and I, I hate this four and a half number because I do think it's going to be tight, like you mm-hmm. said. But I'm going to stick with the four and a half. I wish it was more like three. But uh, I think as a sharp play, yeah, four and a half over like that. And, and that's I see a lot of these guys online are, are taking the Saints because they get divisional play and like that. Yeah. I just think he really got to factor in Breeze's arm strength in a game like this. It's going to be. Well, I just think he's going to look like a wet noodle out there. <laughs> yeah. so you mentioned the Sharps uh, corner action network. Seventy-one percent of the money on the Saints this week. And not surprising. Um, with New England and the Jets, it might be a different story. Listen, I said it last week. With New England didn't win that game, the season was over. The season is over. Yet, we're still adding players for some reason and trading for wide receivers. So, you know, wide Ford, he's, he's fast, you know, he's a Ford. Isaiah Ford, you, uh, you know what I mean? Like, Dante Moncrief on the practice squad. Yeah, Moncrief he's... on the practice squad. <laughs> he's going to make the difference. I, I can't believe that this is happening. I'm not confident the Patriots, like, can beat the Jets this week. I'm not that confident. Like, you know, I, 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 it's so bad. It's, it's uh, Newton, especially just the way he handles the ball, loaf of bread type of thing. Uh, I, I'm not picking any side in this game. I'm certainly not betting on the Jets. I'm certainly, I, I can't take the seven and a half number. You know where I'm going with this. This is the under. You take the over in this Jets game? No, I, mean, no, I don't think you are. This is crazy. It's going to be a 17 10 game, somewhere around that. I think the Pats win the game, but I mean, I'm not confident in it. I just, there's no way that Belichick comes out here. I, I, Belichick is going to scheme this game up for Sam Darnold. They're going to do what they did last year. I was at that game. That game was a mess for the Jets. For the Jets, but he can't scheme the offense if there's no talent, you know. And the Jets, listen, the Jets the last couple weeks. I mean, they were in that game with Kansas City for a little while. Mm-hmm. They didn't give up a touchdown to Buffalo. They covered against Buffalo and covered the spread. I would, I would not blame you if you took the Jets plus seven and a half here, but I can't do it. I'm under 42. Uh, public, 69% of money on the Patriots. Nice. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I, 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 I agree with you on, on the under. I want, I love Jets unders anyway. Yeah. Um, they seem to hit very and well because they unders. and the Patriots because they can't score. Um, the Patriots defense has not been great this year. No. Uh, Stephon Gilmore has definitely fallen off from where he was last year. Granted, he was, uh, that's another big thing. He was selling his house, and he said needs to be offers need to be in by November third. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's, you know, my immediate gut reaction was fade the Jets. But seeing that seven and a half, that's such a big number. Um, like I said, I do like the Patriots to probably win this game by a couple of points, but I, I don't see these teams being able to score a lot. Score a lot. Yeah. Um, so give me that under. That's easy for me. I don't know about you. Oh, we're taking the Patriots. Oh, <laughs> we're laying the seven and a half. I just, you know, like, I don't know. I, I really don't have a feel for the total in this game because I think it could be so sloppy that points are scored in some some strange ways versus, like, staunch defense being played. Um, I, I, I see turnovers on both sides of the ball here, and I'm just hoping that something something could come out of this. Uh, you know, Again, I'm, this is going to be, like, the defense hopefully picking on Darnold a little bit. They haven't been great, but I think more a bounce-back performance for the defense than for... Uh, Cam in the offense this week. Anybody get to 30 points? Yeah, probably not. I would like to retract the, the 69 that was on the total, mm. which is still nice. Okay. Still but nice. Uh, <laughs> the percent, the amount of the money is uh, actually 76% of the money is on the Patriots with the 7.5. Wow. Yeah. I think people just see Patriots versus Jets, and they just they just took it and run. 24 to 14. 
which would not get you, yeah. which would get you under. There you go. Twenty-one. <laughs> That'll be good by me. <laughs> I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Patriots and me and Chris on the unders. Okay, let's do it. The top three. I'm very excited to hear it. Uh, Chris, we're going to start with you. Your number three pick of the week is those beautiful, beautiful birds in the Arizona Cardinals minus four and a half Ooh. over Miami. Uh, I know Miami won last week against San Francisco. One, we saw what San Francisco did this week. Uh, and Miami didn't win that week because of Tua or the offense. Mm. They forced four turnovers. They scored almost every which way you can outside of the offense with this, the two, the run and the pass. Um, the Cardinals have the – or not the Cardinals. I think, I'm assuming I meant to put Miami here. Uh, <laughs> Miami, they have the worst rush defense in the NFL. Yeah. 30 DVOA, seconds, DVOA. DVOA. And you know what Arizona likes to do? Rush the ball. Mm-hmm. Kenyon Drake is unbelievably fast. Uh, this is the first road start as well for Tua, yeah. uh, which is always a big deal for a rookie quarterback in the NFL. Also, Arizona's coming off of a bye, so they have a lot of time to prepare for this mm-hmm. rookie quarterback. Give me the Cardinals minus four. Drake might be out, but I yeah. think Chase Edmonds is going to play anyway. So that's I, what I that was going to say. Yeah. And just Kyler rushing himself. That's I mean, that was the point. The night, I believe he's the number one rushing right. quarterback right now in the yeah. league. We I were think, so. amazed at what Lamar could do in in, in an open field. I, I'm even more amazed with what Kyler's able to do when he gets an open field and how fast he is. <laughs> he's like a little chicken nugget. I get. I'm so <laughs> mad that. <laughs> and now I'm just mad because I'm like, what? What if the A's could have? <laughs> we could have had him. Of course, could have had him patrol in center see, field. Tyler Murray to you is DK Metcalf. Yeah, like that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Uh, Matt, number three. Uh, this is my number one, but I gotta just follow up with Chris. I'm just gonna go. I, I love the Cardinals in this spot. I, I really like them. Um, again, Cardinals. As much as you know, they lost uh, um, Chandler Jones a couple weeks ago. Yeah. They're still they still blitz at a high one of the higher rates in the NFL, and they get a ton of pressure. And like what you said, I mean. Tua didn't even throw for 100 yards this week. 12 for 22 or 24, I think it was for for 92 yards. Um, and he, I think he is. He's a massive downgrade from Ryan Fitzpatrick. As bad as that is to say, I mean, if this game's being played with Fitzpatrick, I'm probably thinking Dolphins all the way here. Especially, I don't think it's four. You know, I think it's tighter than four and a half, and he's probably close right at three. Um, so, but I just, I think that again. Coming off a bye too, I think Cliff's going to have some 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 gadget plays drawn up. Now Miami's secondary is extremely, you know, been extremely good, but they've also won two times going on the road so far this year. I think that's you know just one of those like regression to a. Yeah, I'm going to take the Cardinals here. Well, we might as well just say it. it's my number one too. It's Arizona minus four and a half. The reason for me, um, all the things you said, Miami's rush defense is horrible. Arizona number two in the league in rushing yards per attempt, Uh, even without Drake, I think they're going to be fine. Um, Miami is missing Miles Gaskin this week as a starting running back. Matt Breda also likely out this week. He has not practiced this week. They just traded away their third string running back to the Patriots, DeAndre Washington. So Patrick Laird will be starting at running back for the Dolphins this week, and he has been limited all week. So they may not have a running back this week to help Tua out in any part of the run game. Offensive line is terrible in Miami. Um, yeah, this one is too much for Tua. Tua to go on the road, play against that really good secondary in Arizona. Uh, Vance Joseph will have some stuff dialed up for him this week. I like Arizona minus four and a half. Good. So the second week in a row, we all had Baltimore last week, and we lost. So and as a favorite, so let's see what happens. Wait, wait, what did we have the week before? We all had Green Bay the week before. Yeah, so now exactly. we're back on. So we're back, we're back on. on. We're back on the consensus on. side. Uh, yes. So we're one. <laughs> one and, so yeah, we're one and one all together. One and one, 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 one of consensus picks. Number two, Matt. Uh, number two. This is the one I think it's going to turn your guts a little bit. It's not going to make you feel so good, especially Chris, because I'm going to take the Chargers and I'm going to plug my nose. And I understand that they've let up, they've blown these leagues. You, you said uh, 0-3 with a 17-point league uh, lead, and then the rest of the league is like basically undefeated uh, in that situation. But I just I think about how like difference like 
like the Chargers are a better team than the Raiders, in my opinion. And I think that they're able to the Raiders were able to win last week, beating the Browns and their bad secondary. I think what the Chargers do where they're able to get pressure without having to blitz. They've got good cover corners. I think they're able to take away the what you know uh, what the Raiders have. And I just think that Justin Herbert is airing the ball out all over the field. Vegas can't stop wide receivers. And Keenan Allen's still healthy right now. Um, Hunt, you know, Hunter Henry's still playing. Mike Williams has been great. Like, it, it doesn't really matter who it is. Herbert is just airing this ball out left and right. And I think that, you know, I, I, I kind of lean toward the over in this one, 51 and a half. I think this one gets a little crazy, a little shootout in L.A. Um, and, and I'm going to take the Chargers here. I think it's come all the way, you know, come all the way down from minus three. I'm getting him at a pick right now. I think I'm getting a lot of value. You're nervous about the Chargers trading Desmond King this week the corner yeah. to the Titans. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> they, feel, they felt like he was expendable. Okay. I will have you know okay. Derek Carr is having the best year of his career. <laughs> Here yeah. we go. And the offensive line has looked fantastic. Even well, without their main guys. Still with you know, a little COVID bag. Well, still, still, they're well, still getting out. That, that, that was scary. Still getting no, that was yeah. weird stuff. Well, that's now two, I mean, two serious medical problems that the NFL has had to deal with. Yeah. With Tyron Taylor's with, lung with getting punctured. With these two yeah, teams. Yeah, yeah. no, so I'm, I want to be surprised if the NFLPA is, they're investigating. Because, like, and these are two kind of, you know, well-known-ish guys. You have yeah. a quarterback and then the highest-paid right tackle in the NFL. Right. Um... I mean, craziness. I'm, I won't disagree with you because I could very much see the Raiders losing this game, but Derek Carr is playing out of his mind this year. Um, all right. Me? Yep, go cool. ahead. Cool. I'm taking the Colts plus one and a half against Baltimore. Okay, because right. it's I Originally, when I saw this, it was like three, and I was like, I love that, and I guess it was actually at one and a half now, but I'm sticking with them because this Colts defense is about just as good mm-hmm. as we saw with Pittsburgh last week. Yeah. And Lamar wilted against that Pittsburgh defense. He had two picks. Um, the Colts offense has kind of started to come together now. Phillip Rivers had a good week last week. I said if he doesn't make mistakes, they can win these games. Mm-hmm. And they have one of the best offensive lines in the game. So I, I like this game. I think the Colts really could very much beat Baltimore this week. I think we're starting to see Baltimore kind of come back down to earth and that they're not the team we thought they were this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be close. Baltimore has a really solid defense. But I think with uh, how Balt- uh, with the short passing game of the Colts, they can kind of keep this game going. Keep it, keep Lamar Jackson off the field. Mm-hmm. They also have the third ranked, uh, is it third ranked DVOA, and I think they're fifth yeah. against the rush yeah. or something like that. Um, so they can take away the really the key weapons of Baltimore and force Lamar to throw the ball, which he doesn't do well. Yeah, I, I, this is one of those games I was I've been like tinkering with, and I really wanted to like you know again I swore off Phil Rivers weeks ago, so I just can't <laughs> do it. But again, yeah, I wonder like Baltimore. I was gonna say at the top of the show when we were talking about contenders. What would a win against a Colts team, you know, because we've been saying that, again, Baltimore can't be good teams, lost to the Chiefs and the Steelers. Is this a quality win if they get this Colts team? Because, again, like, I feel like the Colts are still in this area where we're like, are they serious contenders? Well, the way to see. They'd be the sixth wild card team right now. Yeah. Baltimore's like, fifth again, and lo- Indianapolis is sixth. It would, like, I love their defense and stuff like that, but again, it's like, how much do we trust Phillip Rivers? And, and how much, again, just, is this defense going to be able to hold up the entire year? Because I think people still have a lot of questions about their corners. Well, I think that Indianapolis, the last few weeks you know, before the buy, they needed that buy. They needed two weeks to Definitely. kind of get things set with that Tampa 2 defense. They did a great job last week. And you got to remember, Darius Leonard had been injured. He came back last week and made so many impacts. He's the, the heartbeat. He is yeah. the soul of that defense. Right. And he makes them go. Which is exactly why I'm taking the Colts plus one now. Beautiful. Like, I like the Colts. Wow. I think the Colts, <laughs> with Marlon Humphrey out for Baltimore, yeah. I think that makes a major, major difference for them. Um, Indianapolis, like you said, number two in opponents rushing yards per attempt. Number three total defense DVOA. Steelers are like one spot ahead of them, a couple deviations ahead of them. 
Uh, Darius Leonard to me makes that defense more dynamic, and he's gonna—they're gonna be able to do a lot of five-man fronts uh, and be able to kind of stretch the field. They're gonna have to. They're gonna protect the entire sideline. The sideline just keep Lamar in the pocket. Don't rush him. Just kind of mush rush him. You know what I mean? And and let him make mistakes because he's been a turnover machine. I mean, really, really bad. By the way. This is something interesting, too. I think the Colts can neutralize the Baltimore Blitz. Baltimore loves to blitz. Mm-hmm. Throwing the ball to Wilkins last week, to Doyle last week and against Detroit, I think that is really going to stifle. Yeah, they got one of the best offensive lines in football. One of the great offensive lines in football. And listen to this stat here. No team has a worse record against the spread or percentage against the spread since, in, uh, since 2018. No team has had a worse against the spread percentage record than the Ravens after a loss. They are 2-7 and seven against the spread. After a loss the last two seasons, they are 1-3 after a home loss the last two years. And by the way, after a win, the Colts are fifth in the NFL against the spread. They're 12-9-1 the last two seasons since Frank Reich took over. I really like the Colts this week. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm definitely going to be getting in on the Colts and, and probably my, the, the teaser that I usually put together. It's mm-hmm. a great T-spot, uh, plus 1.5 even, get right through the 3, 6, and 7, get it all up to 7.5, which, Philip, you know, I can also see that obviously this game uh, late in the fourth quarter, Philip Rivers down a touchdown coming back. So uh-huh. you know, and then it can go either way from there. As long as he does not turn the ball over, which I'm that's, 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 worried about. That's God. exactly what I said last week. Yeah. Philip Rivers can play how we're used to seeing him play when he's good. They can handle this game. Yes, it's it's the thing is if they if they start giving Baltimore this short field and they have to keep having their defense on the field while Baltimore keeps trying to run the ball at them, that's when things could 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 really flip. But if he doesn't make mistakes and they're able to kind of slowly and methodically move down the field, the only thing to keep in mind, Jonathan Taylor is out for this game. Okay. That is the only issue that I'm worried about with Indy. But I think what they said with that short passing game, they should be able to handle their business. Okay. Number one this week. I'm going to take the reins here. I'm going to take it. It's not my number one. It's technically my number two because we took the <laughs> we Arizona. Took well. But, you know, balloons. I'm a genius. Got so you can't out of the bag. Way. So, you know, what can I say? Um, I'm going to take another bird. I'm going to take Seattle. Oh, I thought you were about to say the Dirty Birds. No, no, no. I can't take the Dirty Birds. I'm going to take Seattle at Buffalo minus three. Uh, to me, Buffalo is the most overrated team in football. That To me, I just I think they are so hyped up, and Allen has not been as consistent as people think. The defense is not very good. I mean, they're 23rd in opponents rushing yards per attempt. Um, they're tied for second worst in rushing touchdowns. They give up 11 rushing touchdowns this year. Seattle is fifth in rushing yards per time. Uh, you know, if Carson comes back, that would be huge. But I think they can get stuff done with DJ Dallas, for crying out loud. Um, the other thing, too, is that Jamal Adams coming back, I think that's going to help, hopefully, the Seattle defense uh, in them being able to stop the run because it's something Buffalo hasn't really been able to do. They did it last week on the Patriots, surprisingly. but It's not really, that hard to do against the Patriots right, either. Right, exactly. And Buffalo's just been up and down. You look at them the last few weeks. Last week, their defense gives up 350 yards. 350 yards to the Patriots' offense, yet they run all over the Patriots. And then the week before, their offense couldn't score on the New York Jets. Like, they're too up and down. The weather's going to be nice in this game, 65 degrees. Uh, It's September kind of day in in Buffalo. And for, you know, for as bad as Seattle secondary is, Buffalo hasn't been much better. Again, 18th in the league in opponents' yards per pass game. And one more stat for you. I know this is kind of like the people like, well, what about the East Coast, West Coast, 1 Mm o'clock kickoff type of thing? Pete Carroll is 14-7-3 against the spread in 1 o'clock East Coast games as a coach of the Seahawks. Uh, To me, this is a no-brainer. I think Seattle, high-scoring affair, Buffalo can't keep up with them. Uh, They're not going to be able to cover Lockett and Metcalf. 
Well, I absolutely agree with everything that you're saying, Dan, and that's why I'm taking the over in this game. Bingo! 55 points because, uh, okay, what's the bad thing we say about both these teams? It's their defense. Yep. Um, and, and right now, Buffalo, again, they've been getting worse because they've been getting injured. Yep. Milano's out again. Josh Norman's out, even though he was a little questionable when he was, <laughs> when he was playing. Remember when Josh <laughs> Norman was, like, the best corner in football? Yeah, for about stole $15 million a year from the <laughs> Washington football team. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just think that this game, I think this game gets out of hand early. And we were talking about wacky, wacky games that both these teams play. So mm-hmm. I think there's going to be some, some long touchdowns, some probably some special teams touchdowns, oh, yeah. some, some Lord knows, you know, uh, Josh Allen will be throwing the ball behind his back as he tries to do when things get desperate. So uh, I think him being down, John Brown was a full participant in practice the other day, which I think is huge for uh, Buffalo's offense. Um, because I think just having that dual threat, it lets Diggs work downfield easier when John Brown's attacking downfield as well uh, with Beasley working underneath. So uh, I love the over in this game. It's at, you know it's high at 55. I'm seeing some some you know projections that this could be as high as 56 and a half or so. You know, so it's, it's been bet up already, but um, I already I just hopped on it as fast as I could because this is a fun this to be a fun that's game to watch. Fun that's for game. sure. <laughs> no doubt about it. I'm excited. Chris. God, we are all in the same league. Oh, like oh, okay. oh my yes. God. I'll change my pick. I'll <laughs> I was like, I'm also a Seattle Buffalo over. You know, you make good points. These defenses are absolutely horrific. Seattle's a 19th ranked defense in DVLA. Buffalo's 16th. And in the past, it drops even worse. Buffalo's 22nd. Seattle's a 30th. I mean, they're just going to be throwing the ball all over the field, which usually leads to a lot of points. Jamal Adams is great, but he's usually against the run. Yeah. They're not going to be running the ball in this game, except maybe with DJ Dallas. But well, he's I probably... hope they don't because Josh Allen overthrows everybody now. There you go. So I hope DJ Dallas gets involved against playing our friend dear dear Matthew in, in fantasy this week. But uh, but yeah, again, this is going to be I think one of those games where it's like you know you can have another DK Metcalf, 180 yards, you know, two touchdowns kind of thing. Going who is on. covering that man? I who, who, who is covering? Who that in man? the entire NFL can cover that man? Like it's ridiculous. Like honestly, like if even if Trey White's on him, like that's like even better for Seattle's offense because then it's like, well, DK's still going to win his matchup with Probably. the best corner in the league. And then lock it. Well, yeah, then you have Tyler Lockett running around. Right, like you just yeah. you cover Metcalf, you can't cover Lockett. The, you said Milano, and you can't even really he's cover Metcalf. Edmonds was hurt last week. He's yeah. probably been limited in practice all week. I mean, this is gonna be a mess. I, I just can't see Buffalo stopping. Yeah, and you're saying great weather, no winds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a, 65 degrees and sunny, like below five mile hour winds. It's oh, perfect for Seattle to score a lot of points, and then and then Buffalo to get you over to get you over the over. I mean, Josh Allen's like the king of garbage time. Yeah. He's like the king of garbage. So he'll, they'll be down by like 28, and he'll get two dumb fourth-quarter touchdowns to kind of maybe make it a little interesting. Saying, John Brown's going to have like an 80-yard touchdown this yeah. year in, in, in big, the fourth quarter. It's at big <laughs> IFC is like 33-24. Yeah. yeah. Which, no, let's make it higher than that. Let's make it higher well, than I that. Mean, that would do it. Would, yeah. still, <laughs> Just still. barely. Let's right, get so, a couple of field goals in there, too. And we'll are, be are we doing decent on time? Because I feel like, again, we talked about only like a few yeah, games because okay. we didn't because we didn't talk about any variety of games. We were all just agreeing with each other the whole time. We're on the same thing. We're, we're good on time, right? We're good. We're at... What do we need more? Okay, we can do We more. can talk about more. Yeah, we can oh, talk about more. Yeah, I want to talk about We will. We will. Did you have a specific game? Anything else you like? Tennessee and Chicago. What what What's going on in this game? I have no feel. I'll tell you what the public likes. Right now, it's pretty split on the bets, 51% on the Bears. The money. 82% of the money is on the Titans right now. Nobody's trusting the Bears. The Sharps, I should say, are not trusting the Bears. And this was a game when I when I was sitting down to do my picks. This was a game that I really was looking at. I was like, all right, you know, Titans have kind of blown some games lately. They're not looking too great. The Bears' defense has been good, but I feel like I'm scared that this is like the get-right game for the Titans, where Ryan Tannehill goes out, has a solid day. Derrick Henry's able to run the ball. And it's just a game that I'll be I'll be very keen on watching because I think you're going to learn a lot about both these teams in this game. 
you're going to see, all right, are these Bears, are they good, are they legitimate, or are the Titans, you know, are they are they a farce, or are they, again, are they that kind of sneaky playoff, maybe Super Bowl contender I'm team? holding my breath for Mike Vrabel to get this defense together, and they couldn't get a sack on the Cincinnati Bengals last week. It doesn't make any sense. I love the Titans last week. Again, for the record, I picked the Titans incorrectly in the Titans <laughs> yeah, game three straight weeks in a row. 0-3, oh, 4, and or against them. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, just been an absolute disaster with the Titans. So that's what it's like. I'm just waiting for them to pull it together. They can't get a sack on, on, on them. But then Chicago's offensive line is also putrid. And Nick Foles holds, hold, yeah, hold, hurt, holds onto the ball for a century and a half. Um, and, and the Titans have a great... This is going to come down to the Titans. Red zone offense, which is one of the highest in the league, if not the highest. And then the Bears red zone defense, which is also top five in the league. It's going to come right down to that little section of the game, I think. Six and a half just seems like such a big number. It does. Like, that's why I can't lay it. That's, like, that's why so you look at that. Also that's why that Bears defense, it's like that's the one thing like, oh, they but could, you mentioned could keep before, it close enough. You mentioned before, like, the dogs have been hitting at a ridiculous rate. They were 10-4 last week. They were 9-5 and five the last two weeks before that. Um, the, the, the straight up, they were 7-7 seven and seven last week. I mean, 57% against the spread this year. And that is going to regress because, again, every year we finish right around 50% for both sides. Like, I, I think it's, you know, a variance between... Like fifty to fifty three percent. Right. So we have some serious regression coming, a positive regression coming for the favorites, I think. Which is why so. I like two favorites this week and a one and a half point dog. I just, yeah. I, 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 I am hesitant. There are a couple of dogs that I do like, though. Yeah, I, tell I, me some dogs. I, 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 I do like the Raiders this week. I know you don't, but I do like the Raiders. I just, I, I just think that they have something going team wise and camaraderie wise. The one I can be convinced on, Chris Jones is out for Kansas City this week. Carolina's getting Christian McCaffrey back. Ten and a half points. Ten and a half with twelve days with ten days off. That's, that's the next one I was going to talk you're, about. Again, I, I don't want to bring this all up all the time, but yeah. Panthers are getting more than half the money right now. Yeah. Not the bets, but again, these sharp guys I think Panthers like the Panthers right now, especially with your off. if you can get that ten and a half hook. Yeah. You, if you can get that half point that's, hook on that ten on that ten, I think that's going to be huge. And it's another game where it's like you know the, the Chiefs could maybe be overlooking this game. You know, they just came off a huge win over the Jets. They may be up too high on their own horse. They do sleepwalk some games, and that's what I'm worried about. But I also just, I, I think I think Carolina's, I, you know, I, I was down on Carolina this year with their season total under from before we started this, this you know, the year. And um, I just think that their defense has been overperforming drastically. I think it's been, like, really, I mean, they rank bottom of the league in, in a, lot of, a lot of important stats. And I just don't know how they're going to be able to contain this Chiefs offense, which is just... You, you, know, that, so, yeah. you know what I like in this game is actually the over. Over 52 and yeah. a half. I have actually the over in my super for this week at 42 and a half. Because, mm-hmm. again, I like this kind of a game where I think the Chiefs can kind of control it for most of the time, but the Panthers make it interesting. Especially, I know Christian McCaffrey should be back this week. Should be. So, you know, so. and he could even just him being there kind of as that, that decoy. So I think maybe he doesn't get involved in the plays, but he's just used as a decoy. I like there to be a decent amount of points scored in this game. Yeah, and I do, but I, I am starting to see some. I'm looking at the weather. Actually, I know Dan's probably looking at it right now. 73, partly cloudy with 17 mile an hour winds. Uh, that, you keep, know, that keeps Carolina. I mean, if that if that affects Kansas City in any way, their offense. Who look? They kind of just if they're up 17, like they just kind of like you know doesn't does it doesn't Patrick Mahomes' ball just cut right through the window? It does. I mean, it, it, it does. does. <laughs> but like I'm saying, if they're up 17 late in yeah. the game, like you know they're up 35 17 or 34 17 something like that. You know, you got a little cover in the back door, Teddy Bridgewater. It just seems yeah. like it seems like he does that a lot. And 
I just think they're going to run the ball. I think I think they're going to control the pace of the game here. That's that's kind of what Carolina does, and that's a lot what the Raiders do too. The Raiders only win games when they when they control the ball. Uh, the Browns last week had six possessions. Yeah. Because the Raiders just ran, 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 ran. Look, Josh Jacobs and that Devontae Booker guy that they picked up yeah. have been pretty unreal. I, again, I don't like to toot my horn on the Raiders, but and maybe they when they keep their defense off the field, their defense is capable of getting those few stops that they need. And maybe the Chiefs going into a bye just want to like get there. Wasn't well, that they could? Like, yeah, it could be like a get. Like let's like, just okay, let's just get to the bye with a win and you know, you know probably get. Because who cares? You know, at the at, at the end of the this isn't college where it doesn't. Who cares how much you win by? Right. You just got to win, and this is a decent Panthers team. You know, where it's, you, no matter even if you don't blow them out, you can feel good. <laughs> okay, I got you one more. This this is for me. This is you guys. Just yeah. Tell me why I shouldn't bet the Houston Texans minus seven points <laughs> against a, a Jacksonville Jaguars team that's absolutely. Well, I don't know why you'd want to bet this game. It's two one and six teams. No. But I'm looking. This is at a this. Thursday night football game, right? We're going. I'm looking. I literally look back at my notes to week five because I knew I bet Houston against Jacksonville because it was the the week that they came off firing Bill O'Brien. And they've now, after winning last time by 16 points, they've beaten them five meetings in a row, and this was an average of 13 and a half points, 15. So it's still it's where we're an average of 14 points with uh, I don't even know who the quarterback's name is that's starting for him. Jake, it's not, Jake Luton, Oregon State. Oregon State. Why? Why? The Beaver coming off of a, coming off a bye too. Romeo Cannell, defensive mind, should have some stunts, some blitzes. They've been blitzing like crazy since he's taken. I don't understand why the line movement is is favoring Jacksonville. I just I don't get it. I'm in. I'm taking text. I can't. I, I think that is just the dumbest thing I can ever see. You you have to assume with Jacksonville how injured they have been in the defensive side. How are they scoring? Like where I don't are they understand. Scoring? Unless this they run the ball disgusting. forty times, they gonna run the ball forty times in this game? I mean, I just can't touch this game. This game is a stinker. I will not touch that game. I'm touching it. <laughs> I'm touching my, it. My, my paw prints are all over. Yeah, he touched the uh, Or my hooves. Sorry, not the paw prints. My Maybe the Jaguars, the hooves. <laughs> now, I got to ask you guys. Yes. Do you bet on the Dallas Cowboys this week, plus 14? That's another one. I said just some ugly Just ones. a huge spread? Nope. Nope. I, I, if they get beat, if they lose, I'm shocked the spread isn't higher. Nine points to the Eagles, right? And they cover, they cover the Eagles deal with Danucci there. Now you've got Cooper Rush or Garrett Gilbert, who played, by the way, Garrett Gilbert played in the 2009 National Championship game for Texas, by the way, just so you know. I mean, that's how long ago we're, we're going back to this. So with, with this game, I just, I cannot justify betting the Cowboys. Well, I am surprised this game's not 17, 18 points. I, I just can't, that, that's where I see it. How are the Cowboys not more underdogs? It's not like, and it's not like their defense is doing anything either. What, That's how, they, like, how many points did they score this week? Uh, yeah, I don't know how they score against this Pittsburgh defense. <laughs> and again, but you know, there is again in the other what I'm hearing for you know in defensive betting the Cowboys is 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 as far as this is a, a bad spot for Tomlin as far as notoriously he doesn't cover well against when he's a ten point favorite because he's not he just he lets his team sleepwalk you know he players coach he just doesn't get everybody ready and it kind of just falls asleep. But again, it's just like even if they're asleep at the wheel, like. The cow, like the Cowboys haven't done anything, and then it would also be the Cowboys would be breaking the record for against the spread. Uh, they'd be the first team to go zero nine against the spread. So it's like you're just fighting against history here. But man, I can't talk myself into the Cowboys. I think it's just you stay away and you just and then and then you just and then you beat your head against the wall for not taking pitch cover by yeah. Yeah. no. I think I think the Cowboys cover. All I would, right, I would, I would take like a show based bet that the Cowboys cover. <laughs> but you don't want to you don't want to be saying that Sunday sweating that game out. Absolutely. Not. Um, um, 
We haven't gotten to this week. Yeah, we haven't gotten to our specials. Our specials. Right, that's exactly what I was about to go to. So, Chris, I want to hear Chris's super, super. Bounce back super of the week here. Uh, So, I already mentioned earlier I like the Chiefs-Panthers over. I like it it anyway, but I like it especially at 42.5. I'm taking, again, my Bills Seahawks uh, over. Take that, knock that down to 45. And then, again, uh, Colts, we mentioned, uh, Matt, you mentioned you like it in the tees. I like it in super at plus 11.5. Because, again, I think this is going to be a defensive struggle anyway. Uh, so give me the Colts at plus and a half. So again, Chiefs Panthers over forty two and a half. Bills Seahawks over forty five, and then the Colts plus eleven and a half. That's the bounce back super of the week. <clears throat> Trying to get that back. Uh, and uh, very good. This uh, year. I feel confident. Very good. This We're, we've been Seven good too, right? I just feel bad because it's I've one and two the last two weeks yeah. or the last three weeks. Uh, but now we're but that just means we got another. We, you can't lose at that clip of the super. You can't you can't bounce back if you don't lose. Exactly. <laughs> That's one way of looking at it. Um, to me, this is Danny Survivors this week, it's a lot of tough ones. I know I gave out New England on the show earlier, and you know some of you hopefully didn't take that. I would take it this week if you didn't take that. But if you're looking for a new one, to me, I, I, I think there's one play this week. I, I, I mean, if you, I, I think I know where you're going. I, I think Houston's going to win this week. I like them a lot this week. Um, other than that, I was gonna say Pittsburgh. I don't you know have, use Pittsburgh. I, I, I have used Pittsburgh. Okay, that's, so yeah, that's, that's if you haven't thing. used Pittsburgh, I mean that's that's just to me. Pittsburgh, you have to take if you haven't used it. I would yeah. use that, but if you have followed the show and you have taken everything this week, uh, I I would lay some on Houston, and I wouldn't mind taking Tampa now and finally taking them out. Breaking news. Yes. Uh, somewhat breaking news. Uh, not really, but um, Cowboys offense coordinator Kellen Moore said it is a wait and see thing on how much Ezekiel Elliott can do on Sunday. Just if you want just to mix that in with the Cowboys-Steelers stuff, um, I guess he is confident in the depth behind Ezekiel Elliott with Tony Pollard. They want to use Tony Pollard more anyway. Yeah. They want they regret paying that man. Right. They are going to try and unload his contract this offseason. Yeah. Where has Zeke been? So fumbling the ball. Doesn't, doesn't and do the wild thing, it's not like he was a big fumbling guy before. It's also this year he's been dipping his hands in grease oh, before every single game. He's, you know, he's eating too much cereal. The milk's getting all over his hands. All right, official survivor pick is Houston. All right, there we go. All right, there it is. Maddie Ice going for back-to-back weeks for the first time. Maddie's magic money line parlay. We are on the board finally. Feels great. Feels good. <laughs> We're gonna start it off with a divisional NFC beast matchup. Ooh. We're taking the G-Men. Yes, sir. Underdogs like against that. against uh, the football team. Uh, I think the Giants' defense has been playing really well. Mm. Daniel Jones. Just one game, don't throw an interception. Just one. He hasn't been able to do it yet. Just one. Don't throw the interception. It's just a close game. Plus 120, I like it. And we are just, we're going back to the woodshed. We're going back to the well. We're sticking with what we know. We're going back to the stables. And we're pulling the Broncos out for the third week in a row. We are pulling the Broncos out because they are plus 170. Is They are dogs at plus 170. That's a a very heavy. Against Atlanta. And Atlanta's yeah. wide receivers have been, Julio has been back, but he hasn't been good. Calvin Ridley's banged up. Russell, Russell Gage is banged up. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, they beat Carolina last week in a sloppy, wet, rainy yeah. game. Um, and Drew Locke's been putrid, but, <laughs> man. Not in that second. In that fourth quarter, fourth quarter he, he balled money. out. He balled out. He and that's what he's capable of pulling those out every once in a while. Uh, they should get uh, uh, Tim Patrick back, who's been actually <laughs> awesome. Unbelievable that Tim Patrick has been the guy one of the year and Cortland Sutton's out. X-Factor. You know, take, <laughs> give, give me Tim Patrick and, and the defense to get the job done. Uh, Bouye is 
probably out with a concussion. I'm really hoping that he's back mm-hmm. so we can cover uh, Julio. But give me the Broncos here. Plus 175. That gives you a plus 500 money line. Call. I like that one. I like that one. I actually took the parlay that you gave us last week and put a little bit extra on it to get over that well, five. I know it was like four plus 490. Yeah, it was close. I wanted to get it above 500. So that is beautiful. Absolutely I beautiful. I love that one. I think the Giants, by the way, that's another one too. I might, might play them. Hopefully Rivera goes for two again and we'll be awesome. Moneyland parlay might be getting hot. Yeah. Might be getting hot at the heating, right time. Heating up as it cools down here in the beautiful New England states. Uh, that's going to do it for us, guys. That is week nine of the NFL. You can listen to us every Saturday, 11 a.m., 3 p.m., and 5 p.m. on sportscountry.net. And if you miss all three of those shows, don't worry. 11 a.m., Sunday morning, get your card ready. And follow us on Twitter in case you miss all the shows. Do not miss the shows. But in case you do, we'll post it for you on Twitter, at the Sunday card to get all your picks in for Sunday morning. Uh, for Chris Raza and for Matty Ice Matty, see Matt Silver. I'm Dan Zampano. It's great to be back, fellas. And always thank you.